Podcast. Your home for all things Tottenham Hotspur. Now, here are your hosts. Hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of the Spurs News Podcast. I am Sam. Delighted to say this week I have a special guest host joining me to talk all things Tottenham. It's, I'm not quite sure, I don't know whether I should introduce you to your full name or whether what everybody knows you as. It's Coach Ali. How are you? Hi. Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, is Tottenham's concern not great? But other than that, I'm okay. Yeah, I mean, you're a Spurs fan, so, yeah, so at any given point, you're always close to suffering. But yeah, 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 always. Um, also, I'm loving your very uh, American intro. Thank do you, you. Have a, do you have a wide audience yeah. in America? Uh, we actually do, yeah. We, we get about, um, we get on average 1,500 to 2,000 listeners, so we're not one of the big podcasts. But That's pretty big. That's, that's, that's a decent audience, though. I, I, I do know there are a lot of Spurs fans in the States, though. Yeah, like, and, and there are. And we, um, we, we some, I don't quite sure I have, I mean, the, the voiceover thing is, uh, a friend of mine is a radio uh, kind of. He, he does radio commercials, like the voice of radio commercials in America. And I I just sort of nudged him one day and said, "Hey, I'm doing a podcast. Will you do this for me?" And he and he did it. <laughs> so uh, it probably would have cost me a Amazing. lot of money. I like otherwise. it. I'm here for it. Yes, thank you. Um, and the thing is, though, he kind of did it for me. And then every now and again, I kind of hit him up with like really random requests, like, "Hey, could you record this?" After a while, he got a little bit bored, I think. So so we've got like a mix of his voice on the intro and outro, but then it's me putting on my best radio voice for other stuff. But it's fun. It's, it's funny anyway. But um, we, we've got a few things to go through. Now on the show, uh, we have um, various features that we do. One of them is we open up to questions and comments from social media. And... Mm-hmm. I am often criticised by our listeners because I'll do a whole show, then get to the question and go, oh, I've already answered all of these. So I made a promise a few weeks ago that I'd open the show with the questions every week now. So That's a good shout. If you are feeling brave, we're going to step into social media and get some comments and questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Now it's time for your comments from our social media. Did you like that one as well? I'm, I'm loving it. This, see, this is the thing, because you can't see me. No. You can't see the smile that has uh, lit up my face. See, yeah, that's, that's good. Um, now, we've got nothing from Twitter, because basically that's a cesspool and I don't even ask. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. So it's your, it's your choice. Uh, we can start with Facebook or we can start on Instagram. Where would you like to start? Uh, let's go Insta because I'm not actually on Facebook anymore. So let's go Insta. You've quit Facebook. Oh, oh, I left Facebook years and years. And years. I left Facebook so long ago <laughs> that when I left Facebook, yeah. it wasn't technically possible to delete your account. Wow. You had to. It just had to sit. You had to deactivate it. That's all you were able to do. Wow. You, you, and then you really did leave. Yeah. yeah. And then a few years after that, they made it possible to actually delete the account. So I deleted it. But yeah, I haven't been on a Facebook for a very long time. Well, but you know, I'm not. I, I don't hate, hate Facebook. I've got love for the people that have asked questions on there. We will get to them. Good start. Good but start. Let's well done. Start yeah. with Insta. Nicely done. Good. Good segue to get back there. Uh, <laughs> we open up with uh, Chris, who sends in this question. Uh, hi, I hope you're all well. I have a question: Is Kulusevski now our most important player, other than Kane? From his introduction against Liverpool, the squad looks so much more balanced and he seems to bring that creativity that we miss so much. Do you th- uh, And do you also think if we signed another central defender or two, that Dyer could have a role to play in holding midfield? So we've got two questions there. We'll mm-hmm. open with the Kulusevski one. What's, what's your thoughts? So... As a coach, it's really hard. I'm all like, no one player is bigger than the team. Correct. As a a Spurs fan, as we all know, if anyone knows anything about me, they know that I'm obsessed with Harry Kane. Yes. So (laughs) I support the Harry Kane team. Okay? Thanks, Pep. Yes. No, but I do think, I love Kulu. I think he's great. And I think we really missed him 
while he's been out with injury. I and I think it showed immediately, like when he came on yeah. on the weekend and it was like, pass, 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 bang, goal. It, it, it was, was, like, yes, it was that instant of an impact. It was, do you, yeah. do you think, and, and again, uh, coming from my point of view, sort of more of a, a layman, just a fan point of view for you of looking at a coach, do you think that he's, it's more down to the fact that he just has that ability to, terrify defenders with the fact he likes to run at them he likes to just go forward all the time it yeah. gives defenders that total i don't know whether to go left go right you know and then I that gives he, kane yeah. chance to move absolutely i think i think it's a couple of things i think it's just if anyone can get the ball to kane in the box yeah nine times out of ten he's going to score True. even when he's heavily marked if you can get him the ball in the box he will he will create a goal scoring opportunity. Yeah. And I think, you know, bless him, but Emerson Royale. <laughs> yes. He, he is not the guy. He no. is not the guy to get the ball to Kane in the box. This we he, know. He was described on this podcast a couple of weeks ago as the place the ball goes for attacks to die. Yeah. Like uh, literally. So Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's partly I think it's partly just anyone feed yeah. Kane the ball in the box. He he's very likely to to score or at least make the goalkeeper do something right Uh, but um i also just think i call him kulu by the way i know people call him he likes to be called decky yeah um i i I like to use his full name which is cooler sexy oh okay i see what you've done there thank you that's fresh um yeah so i call him kulu which i imagine no one else does um i don't know where i got that from but it's stuck so apologies if that's going to irritate anyone but that's what i call him allow them to Um, be irritated it's part of the fun we we have the microphones yeah we've got total power (laughs) yeah i also like the way i've said i call him kulu like i'm his mate (laughs) like i know him yeah me and kulu we go way back so i think the other so that was the first point but the second point i think that's really important is that i still feel like he's relatively unknown so i think there's a lot of defenders that are like oh what's this like you know obviously you'll all the video analysis takes place these days and, yeah. and I'm sure they've watched him, blah, blah, blah. But I think he, he does still have that element. And because he can play with both feet as yeah. well, because of that technical balance, it's it's a bit like he's got an absolute wand of a left foot. It does. But he can control the ball on his right as well. So I think um, there that's always is the thing that is going to give you the advantage in 1v1 duels, right, yeah. is which, which way is he going to go? Um, but yeah, he's a threat for sure, and we we have missed him sorely. Yep, absolutely. So I think we've answered Chris on that one. Now the next one, he talks about central defenders. Um, there's a, a thing with Spurs fans and Eric Dyer. I I personally think Eric Dyer in the middle of the three is playing the best football of his Tottenham career. Personally, um, I I love him there. I I I, I love Eric Dyer, and there's a song about that, but we won't sing it. Um, and so and Eric I, Dyer loves his fiance. I think I was going to ask are you okay about that. Are you all right? I mean, I, still, I was I was a little concerned. But... As with most of the Spurs population, I am still slightly crestfallen yeah. that has got engaged to yeah. someone who is to, not to, me. Who is not you? Um, but you know, I'm working through it. I'm working through it, and thank, thanks for your empathy. <clears throat> You're welcome. I honestly thought then you were going to say I'm working on it, and I was thinking, should his fiance be worried? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've. I've been following her for some time now. Uh, okay. uh, I reckon <laughs> yeah, yeah, I reckon I can yeah, compete. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, I've just seen her leave Greg's. What? No. Yeah. Um I yeah, so sorry. Going back to I I like Eric Dyer playing in the central defence. I think when he was younger under Pochettino, his athleticism being younger worked well as a defensive midfielder, but I think the goal was always for him. And I remember Leslie King talking about at the time he played as a defensive midfielder, stepping back into the defence that time as a DM will serve him well. And I think it has. Um, I, I like him there. And if, if Tottenham are looking to buy additional central defenders, for me, I still would have Dyer, uh, Romero, and possibly one over left-sided. Because I, I like Ben Davis. I, I don't dislike Longley. But I just still think there's possibility of an upgrade there. What about yourself? Yeah, I mean... I think it's a it's a well known fact, isn't it, that our defence is <laughs> pretty yes. shambolic at the moment. I think I think the only thing that concerns and I speak purely as a fan, I'm not speaking as a as a like 
qualified football coach now. Yeah. I say this completely as a Spurs fan. I think the only thing that concerns me about Dyer um, in defence is that I feel like he's learning his craft there. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, I don't want you to be learning your craft in like first team Premier League games. Yeah. I want you to have arrived and you know exactly what you're doing at any given moment. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but having said that, if I put my coaching hat on, I think also any player in any position on the park can undergo like a crisis of confidence or just yeah. make a mistake, right? We yeah. can all just make a mistake because we're human beings and shit happens. Yeah. Apologies. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this podcast. Oh, yes, you can say whatever you like. You have to bleep that out. No, 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 no. This is. <laughs> I mean, uh, don't invite me to swear because no, I've got th- this proper is, potty mouth. This is but... an explicitly rated podcast. <laughs> Okay. And the only word that I ever have to beep out is Sol Campbell. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I think, um, I don't know. Like, I, I agree with you. I think he's, what I'm trying to say is I feel like he's growing into the role yeah. and that's great, but I don't really want someone growing into the role. No. Like, I want a good defence. I, mean, right? I mean, I mean, I'm starting to see why he chose his fiance over you now. I mean, that's... <laughs> It's cruel. Uh, I'm uh, not uh, completely supportive. Do, do you think that it's kind of interesting, like like for me, and it could just be a perception thing, and again, fans are often so guilty of this, me included, but it feels like he started the season so well and was very, very consistent, and then he got an England recall, and it feels like since then there have been errors, and I can't quite make my mind up if that is an Eric Dyer, perhaps, oh, I've made it, I'm back, perhaps it's relaxed a little, which again is human, it's a very human thing, or if we as a team have started to lose our levels in different areas and therefore the errors are coming more anyway, whether it's Eric or whether it's anybody. Yeah. I do often feel like, I guess it depends on the error, isn't it? Like yeah. sometimes um, sometimes it can just be like a lapsing concentration. Like the other day when the ball just like hit his shoulder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, dude. That's not, well, you know, he that, obviously didn't mean no. You, you launch that shoulder. ball. You launch that ball a hundred times at him, and ninety-nine times he belts exactly. it away. It's, that's just one of those exactly, things. Exactly. Um, but I think sometimes when we're trying to play forward, yeah. um, because this is, I think this is what is infuriating me, and I'm sure every other Spurs fan at the moment is that with our attacking prowess, mm. like. It just infuriates me that we are not... I don't feel like we're playing to our strengths. I don't think we're making the most yeah. of what we have up front. And sometimes that's a problem in terms of movement. It's not just about... And that is linked to confidence as well, because it's about knowing what you're supposed to be doing, which seems like a really crazy thing to say about elite professionals. Yeah. But when someone comes in, like... on. Um, and he's very much like he's a puppet master. Yeah. He is literally like you run there, you stand there, you pass it there. He's going to come in here. Duh, 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 duh. Yeah. Sometimes that can backfire a little bit because what you do, and we know this so much in youth football, is that you take away the agency from the players yeah. and you take away their ability and their confidence to kind of choose for themselves yeah. and you increase their anxiety around making mistakes. Yeah. And so I'm not saying like I'm not diagnosing Spurs with that. I don't know. Like I'm not in that locker room. I'm not no. on that training pitch. I don't know the relationships Conte has with those players. There'll be some players that will work really well for them. There'll be other players where it doesn't work so well. Yeah. But I just do feel at times that it looks anyway from the, the scraps that I managed to catch on like match of the day and stuff. I don't actually get to see many of their games in full, no. um, but it just looks like it kind of looks a little bit like some of them don't really know what they're doing for want of a better way to explain it. It's, it's interesting because you do see that with certain players. And I, I often, I, I look at that and like, for example, Kane is phenomenal. He is world class, and yet there are some games where you're looking at it and you're like, "Where is he? You know, mm. is, is he moving a lot? You know, is he? Are they not able to find him because he's not moving? You know, and it just seems strange that he's sort of an outcast in the game, and then he just comes deeper and deeper and deeper to get into the game, mm. and then you need runners to go off him, and and they're not running, and it, it just seems like a bizarre situation you get into. But the thing that 
I think I'm finding the, the strangest is that is the first half in every game. But in the second half, <laughs> yeah. it's like the same yeah. players. And I, I, I can't quite compute it because you, you look like if it happens once, you go, well, the, the manager gave his team talk hairdryer and out mm. they came. But that cannot be happening every game because... No, and it can't, like, it's not a sustainable strategy. No. Like, it's ridiculous. No. This, like I said, this is this this is elite sport. Yeah. This is the right at the top of the game. And yeah. that's not, that can't be a strategy. No. That's insane if it is. It, it, we, um, we discussed on the show last week, uh, uh, the, the co-host for me then was my friend Stefan, and he said... Uh, perhaps it's a strategy. It's like the rope dope, Muhammad Ali. You know, let them run yeah. themselves ragged in the first half, and then we'll we'll come back. But you know, because the Liverpool game, for example, I didn't feel we play, we played badly. Like no. I, I watched that game and thought, other than two mistakes, glaring mistakes, mm. that we we were good. And and I I just looked at it and I and I wonder if like going into the Forest game, etc. There's an element of we ran ourselves into the ground. We were really great. And we lost, <laughs> you know, and then it kind of wandered into the forest game without the real motivation in the league cup. I think. Um, mm. I, I yeah, I question. I don't. I don't. Again, it's all speculation. What do we yeah. really know? Not no. a lot. Um, but I question Conte's interest in the Carabao Cup. Well, see, now I'm the same. But then he did put out a strongish. Like Kane started in that game. I I just looked at him for. I, I don't get this. I mean, that actually annoyed me because I'm like, give the man a rest. Well, like, yeah. Cause, I was actually annoyed that Kane started, but... I mean, Italy aren't even in the World Cup, so I don't think Conte's trying to sabotage us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, we shall move on to the next question. Um, now, a, a feature on this show, as you would have already noticed, is the jingles and stuff. And there are several people who message in and email in so much that I made a joke once that I'd make them their own, their own like intro thing if they ask a question. Oh wow! I know, and because I did it once for one person, it then oh, became a thing dug where a hole. I really dug myself a hole. Yeah. So this next question is from someone who has their own intro. Oh, uh, they're big in the game. And now his name is Johnny Stark. He is from America. Mm -hmm. um and because i thought and his instagram is the johnny stark and i thought that sounded like a game show official yeah so this is what we did oh ladies and gentlemen welcome to the johnny stark show and here is his question see i i I can't see you so i don't know if you're laughing or just shaking your head with pity (laughs) right now is it Johnny? How are we spelling Johnny? J O J O H double N Y. J O H double N Y. Okay. Yeah, the Johnny Stark, um, and he he. I don't think there's a question here. I think it's more of a rant. He says that was awful in reply to the League Cup. I can't. Oh, I lie. thought he was going to say in, in response to his jingle. No, no, no. He loves it. Yeah, I, I can tell by the way he still messages every week. Uh, that was awful. I can't lie. I'm really struggling to even watch Tottenham right now, especially after being treated to such a delight with LAFC, uh, his team, uh, just won with Gareth Bale scoring a goal for them, by the way. I know so, it's a lesser so in, league. In, sorry, what, in what game was this in response to? Which first game he, He's it? talking in relation to us losing last night in the League Cup. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know it's a lesser league, but the difference in a team that tries to win every game versus a team that tries not to lose is night and day. I, I yeah. think, what, what do you think to that last comment? That that kind of hit home a little bit, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tricky for me to comment on last night's game because I didn't see or hear any of it. You are so lucky. <laughs> because I, so usually, so something that always astounds people, I'd go as far as to say, uh, is that I don't have the sports channels. <laughs> what? Because because they are, as I would say from South London, a teeth. Uh, they're really expensive. And, uh, I have and not heard I'm, that in so long. <laughs> it's one thing to it's one thing to be put through the pain of Tottenham Hotspur, but to, they have to, to pay, pay for the for privilege. Yeah. I'm I'm not really there yet. So yeah, yeah so I don't. I've. <laughs> 
I have moments where I'll like I'll buy the pass and then I'm yeah. like, nah, actually, no, I don't know. But yeah, so for quite a while, I I haven't had access to. Uh, well, it wasn't televised anyway. Time. To be fair, it yeah. Was... So I so I didn't so I don't see. That's what I mean though when I say I don't actually see a lot of Tottenham yeah. games. I did see the Liverpool game, and I agree with you. I actually think we really played really well in that game, and yeah. Liverpool awful at the moment, and it annoyed me even more that they won. Oh, yes. But anyway, <laughs> in terms of Forest last night. <laughs> but in terms of Forest last night, yeah, I, I usually I would listen to a game like that on the radio, yeah. but I didn't have access to it because the BBC chose other uh, teams. So it's difficult for me to comment, but the fact, you know, I can what I can only really go on is the Twitter response <laughs> and also um, the scoreline. Yeah. And the fact is, is that, but it also it didn't sound as though we even created that no. many chances. No, not until, um, weirdly, not until late in the second half, would you believe? Oh, I know, shocking. I, I actually tweeted, I think, I don't know what minute it was, about the 60th minute, I think, I tweeted something like, I've got to talk about Tottenham on a podcast tomorrow, I think I'll talk about the weather instead. Yeah, like, I mean, we can do that if you want. Um, it's we'll, we'll quite get, grey we'll and bleak here, yeah, so it's probably yeah, the same, same conversation. It um, is, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I think, um, I don't know, I think, uh, I think the difficult thing with Spurs as well is that it's the whole, and then all the like, oh, no trophies since da 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 comes out the work. And I mean, I say come come out the woodwork. They're not even in the woodwork. They're just no. Ever they're present. just everywhere constantly. If, yeah. If a if a Twitter account or any sort of thing has the word Bible in it, they'll make that joke. Lad Bible, okay. sports Bible, all of them. It's like, oh, well yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. You've recycled that tweet for the hundredth time. Genius. Yeah. Like come up with some new material. I, um, um, my my thing about the trophies, and, and I and I say this on a podcast all the time, is I. Yes, of course, I love to watch us win stuff because I remember the 91 FA Cup like it was yesterday. It was a wonderful day. But mm-hmm. other than other than that, I don't support my team to watch millionaires lift a bit of metal. I watch it for enjoyment, for the fun, for the camaraderie, for being a part of mm. something. And I've got these amazing memories with Pochettino in charge, which no one will ever be able to take away from me. Like That, that mm-hmm. whole era for me was some of the most joy and fun I've had as a Tottenham fan. And we, we didn't win anything, yeah. but I don't care. Yeah. And all I the... said to someone, <clears throat> I said to someone the other day that I would genuinely rather finish fourth forever yeah. and watch them play like potchball. Yeah. <laughs> um, than because the thing is, is that at the moment it's not good football, but it's also like, yeah, we're kind of there or thereabouts, but for yeah. how long? Like, I don't feel like well, it doesn't it, seem sustainable. No, it's a very weird season, though, and, and I've said that so much. I'm bored of hearing myself say it because with the World Cup calls and a break, if, mm. if you look at the way Conte plans things, this kind of meticulous planning he he would have looked at this season and gone, right, here's the goal. By the World Cup break, we want to be competitive for the top four, still mm. in the Champions League. I don't care about the League Cup. <laughs> I, I, could, I can guarantee that guy would have just been like, don't care. Yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever the point that is. But that would have been his goal. And I think he would have designed it and made all their everything to hit that goal. Yeah, and you've already seen his press conferences change now because his because we've gone through in the Champions League. He knows, looking at the fixtures and the results, we are going to be there in the top four in the in the mix. Mm. His press conferences have changed now straight away to we need to change things in January. We need transfer, yeah, 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 yeah. and that's how his mind works. He just has goals, and then straight away it's on to he's now thinking of okay, post World Cup. Yeah. So um, it's going to be weird because you no one knows what fitness levels or injuries people are going to come back from the World Cup with. I mean, you know, I have teams been could saying, be devastated. I yeah, I have been saying since like maybe week three that yeah. Arsenal are going to get destroyed by this World Cup Possibly, because that's yeah. what I'm hoping for. I've got both. you know, like I, I'm just I've basically been speaking it into existence. I've been manifesting yeah. that. Arsenal will not be able to maintain this foolishness no. that is currently taking place. I agree. And that they will just crumble and just fall yeah. apart yeah. post-World Cup. And if that doesn't happen, then I will be very quiet in you, a corner. I, I, I don't even want to think about it. I can't. <laughs> one, of, one of my best friends is is a gooner. 
and we have a bet every season. Whoever finishes higher, the other person has to do a forfeit for years oh, and years. And we've been friends since school. So for years, I was told you. I mean, me and you are the same age. So you know what that time was like. <laughs> I was tortured. So for the last five, six years, I've been horrible. Now, now she, <laughs> you're now, like got your own back. You will love this, okay? Now she got married a few summers ago, right? And obviously, when a lady gets married, she wants to update her Facebook and social media a beautiful picture of her in her wedding dress. Her forfeit was she had to update her Facebook and all of her social medias for three months of her in a Tottenham shirt. That's brutal. Man. It was, wasn't it? That's brutal. <laughs> it's amazing she still talks to me, really. But, um, <laughs> The best thing was all of her family commenting, going, "What have you? Have you changed which football team you love?" And and part of the forfeit. are you not now concerned though that yeah. <laughs> what might be in store for you? I'm terrified now. I, I felt so cocky at the time. I they were so far behind us. We were doing so well. We were flying, and then Jose came in, and mm. ever since then I've just been terrified. <laughs> so yeah this season i'm looking at it right now just thinking please something happen please please yeah let, let allow all of their players to be injured at the world cup allow one of them to finally go to jail like he should be and then right. please 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 allow us to improve and then, yeah and that's basically where my head is <laughs> well i mean here's hoping right? yeah yeah something's got to happen this cannot go on no it cannot no <laughs> No, it's just silly if that happens. Um, the the next one is, uh, oh, here we go. Now, you're going to love this, I think, because it is a great, horrible day. This is someone else on Instagram who has his own theme. Now, this guy's Instagram handle is Island Brother. So okay. I did this. Now it's time for a comment from Island Brother. Yep, I really did do this. Loves it, by the way. And the funniest thing is no one, well, and please, you, you might know it, so don't say it. No one's worked out what that actual song is. Oh, okay. I mean, I think I do, but I don't Yeah, to, yeah don't, like, because copyright. if someone actually says it, I think they'll do me for copyright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway. Paying royalty. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Island Brothers says... Hola, mis amigos de las Spurs. Uh, he says, see, Tottenham have got me typing in Spanish. Another week, the same old question. So here's a new one. Do either of you fancy Ruslan Malinovsky, the Ukrainian from Atalanta, as there are rumours linking us to him? I uh, do not know who that is. So <laughs> Thank you, because I haven't got a clue either. <laughs> so I feel a lot better, because if you just started talking like an expert then, <laughs> I'd have been Googling so fast to try and keep up with you. Um, uh, truthfully, uh, Island Brother, sir, is not a player I'm aware of, so I don't know. Um, I, I tend to have a group of journalists that I follow that I know if they say something, I tend to pay more attention to it. Mm. None of them have mentioned that name. So, I mean, maybe if Island Brother can give us some more information about the player, then yes. we can form form a view. But yeah, at the moment, like I don't. Yeah, me messaging again, so that way I get to play that theme again, please, Island Brother, because it cheers me up every week. I mean, who doesn't love Steel Pan? Exactly. See, you you know it. So um, we're now moving across the Facebook, and Tom Perk says we are crying out for a creative midfielder. Is Madison the answer? What do you think? Ooh. Ooh. There's a rumour he's been left out the England squad, by the I way. I was going to say, because at the time of recording, yes. uh, we don't know who's no. in the World Cup squad. And I am, uh, uh, But in the background, I'm refreshing like mad, by the way. <laughs> Keep an well, eye not, on I it. I think it's 2pm, isn't it? It is 2pm, so. and it's 1.30 now, but a few journalists have been leaking the list. And leaky, leaky. Yes. A journalist leaking something. Uh, oh, apparently James Madison is now in the squad. Yeah, I, I've got a feeling he would be. Um, but Eric I, um, Dyer's in. Sorry, I've just seen this. Is this confirmed? Is this no, confirmed? this is this is coming from this is coming from Sammy, uh, who's a Daily Mail journalist. So you know, mm. interesting. <laughs> I feel bad now. I think. Um, I, I it's really hard to talk about the midfield because I just get really like uh, overly sentimental and slightly sad about Mr Dembele. Yeah. Um. So I 
I think, are we crying out for, I just, I feel, and I felt this way for a while at Spurs, is that I feel like we've kind of got the individual components. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. I just feel like, for whatever reason, it's not quite working. I feel like there's a bit of a disconnect between units. I feel yeah. like there's a disconnect midfield and then there's a disconnect between the midfield and the strikers and that's not my job to fix that <laughs> <laughs> no no but i, I, feel, I like... feel like i know what you're saying there but do you do you i don't know about you whether you find it frustrating as me is like every now and again you see it really click and it's like mm. wow that was that was actually really quite impressive why aren't you doing that more <laughs> yeah but it is so rare like honestly, I I do think we we played pretty well against Liverpool. Yeah, me too. And I don't like that either. I don't like like you can't just. I mean, I wouldn't even describe Liverpool as one of the big boys this season. Yeah, uh -huh. I said it. Yeah. Um, but I don't like that mentality of like you only turn up for the big boys. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like no, like it's a cliche, but it's true as cliches are. Like there are no easy games in the Premier League. No, it's the Premier League. Like don't disrespect anyone. Um. And, yeah, so I feel like we kind of, I don't know, I just feel like it was quite good against Liverpool and, and still we lost. But then we've had games that we would have lost last season yeah. that we've either drawn or, or got three points wrong. Yeah. And I think the thing about Conte Ball, and I tweeted this a little while ago, is that when you win, it's kind of like you can sort of reason it to yourself. Yeah. And you're like, well, yeah, it was a bit dull and it was a bit nervy at the end. But we got three points, so woo, on to the next one. Yeah. But when you lose, there are no redeeming features to it because it just feels like you sat back and sat back and sat back and then you conceded and then you tried to go for it, but it was too late. I think if, uh, yeah, I suppose, but I'm not convinced that this first half thing is Conte ball. It feels like there's some issue. No, I don't think that's his plan no. as such, but I just mean even when we, were, even when we weren't doing that as much, yeah. It's still there is still there is still a defensive style of play. Oh yeah, with definitely. him. He, he has and a. He I has just a don't know why. First policy. <laughs> yeah, and I just don't know why you would apply. I'm very much one for because I get asked all the time as a football coach, like, "Oh, have you got a session for this, or have you got a session I can borrow for that?" Yeah. And what I always say to coaches is, "I've got some ideas that I could talk to you about, but I do not have a session for your players no. because I do not coach your players. So therefore, your problems with your players." are not my problems. Yeah. So I've got solutions for different problems. Yeah. <laughs> and what I don't understand is that I feel like Conte is almost imposing a style of play on a set of players who are not geared up to play in that way. I, I, I think that's probably, I think that's absolutely nail on the head. And I think if you look at his, uh, someone did a great thing yesterday on Twitter. I know, great on Twitter, an oxymoron, but... He, he broke down uh, Conte in different roles and the transfer windows. And, for example, Inter Milan, mm. where he took them from languishing to winning the title, he had three windows where he signed seven, then 11 players, then four. Well, that's a completely different first-team squad, really. You know, barring probably five players, you've completely transformed the whole thing. But in doing that... He mm. did go from them languishing mid-table to winning the, the Gazetta. Now, if, for example, in Tottenham, you look at it, he is the type of coach that goes, this is my system, this is how my teams play, and I know it works. So mm. you either adapt to that or I swap you. But the thing is, is I'm not convinced Enoch and Daniel Levy are the type of owners that go for that. I don't, mm. and it's it's kind of like ever since he joined us, I've always been kind of like, okay, I'm pleased we've attracted one of the genuine big coaches in world football, but I just don't see this being a marriage that works. It just has always felt that way. Uh, but I mean, I I want it to work desperately, want it to work, but I'm just yeah. not, at the moment. I'm still not convinced. Um, but going back to the original question, uh, I would I welcome James Madison. Um, I think he's a very talented football player. I think David Pleater cried because he recommended him to us and we could have signed him for about five million five years ago, but we didn't. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't. Um, I don't. 
Unless anything comes out the woodwork that I don't yet know of. I, d I don't have any issues with James Madison. Cool. It's sad that we got to say that about players more and more. In the <laughs> right? I mean, this is uh, the reality, but yeah. It is a horrible... Let's not bring ourselves down. No, let's not uh, depress ourselves too much. Um, The next one is from Ben Teary, who says... Okay, this one's going to be a little bit more fun. Uh, from the current Tottenham squad, pick a five-a-side team. Oh. He picked Lloris in goal, oh. Dyer, um, Dyer and Romero, Benton and Kane. Oh, okay. So you know what? Dyer. Can I just say I love Benton Absolutely, I do too. I think he's he's just come away this season as probably our best player at the moment. That's what I was. You know, someone asked about Kulu earlier. Like yeah. that's what I was going. I was going to say actually, I think it's Benton Kerr. Yeah. Like the signing because, yeah, I just I really like him. Yeah. No, I'm the same. I, I, he's one of those players that just. He always seems to have that little bit of time and always is looking to do something, always looking to bring the ball. And he also makes himself available relentlessly. Which I think I like his great. spirit as well, though. Like yeah. He plays like it matters to him. Well, you know, you look at a few players, and I'm not going to pick names out for this, but there are definitely a few players who are coasting to the World Cup. Mm. And then there are others who are still playing every game like it's a World Cup final. Yeah, And Benson like is one of them. And Benton has got a bit of like shithousery to him as well. Yeah. And I've, I've got so much time for that. Like I'm really missing Lamella. Yeah. And I feel like Benton has slightly helped fill that void a little him, bit. Him and Romero together have filled that void for me. Um, yeah. But the fact that we need two players to make up for the one level of shithousery. <laughs> I mean, you were always like, you can't replace Lamella no. in that respect. No. But, um, uh, uh, him, him getting uh, Martial sent off at Man United. And then smiling at him and winking at the ref is still probably my highlight. <laughs> it was amazing. And the Rabona, the oh, Rabona against yeah. Arsenal. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that, that, I mean, yeah, yeah. A legend for all the all the wrong reasons, probably. But I loved him. Yeah. Um, uh, so go on, yeah, five, so the five side. Team. I, yeah, I don't know that mine would be. I mean, of it, like the the from the top and the bottom, like it's got to be. Well, Hugo and Harry. Um, yeah, like, I mean, I'm not going to say anything else, am I? Um, no. But, um, yeah, I don't think mine would be too dissimilar. Who, who did he had? Who, so did he, he had, had Dyer and, yeah, he had Dyer, and Romero, Romero and Benson Romero with and, Kane and, and Hugo. That's pretty solid, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if. In five aside, though, I might just be a bit riskier at the back. Well, I was thinking I'd maybe swap Dyer with Sonny. Yeah. Like, I think I'd probably go, like, just Romero. Yeah. Because Benson just have, cover. just have, And also, like, Hugo. Come on. Yeah. Like, I know Hugo gets a lot of stick. And no, I know, no, I know at times. He's phenomenal. I, I'm not. I, yeah. When he makes a mistake, I, I just go, didn't happen. Glitch in the Matrix. I, I just go, you know what? Human beings. Yeah. So, um,. But um, but I still think we, I still think that is, I don't know how we've got had him for all this time is what I'm trying to say. No, I, like I, I it, it's a scam, and I'm really proud that we've achieved it. But I think there was a yeah. time he very came close to leaving, and yeah. Pochettino came in, and I think he looked at what was going on and thought, no, I like this, and mm. stayed. And yeah. then there was a moment where he made a massive mistake drink driving. And the club mm. stood by him. And I think mm. that was it. I think that was him. Locked in. I, I think probably winning the World Cup of France also helped him achieve a little bit of that trophy. <laughs> you know, I've gone through my career and anyone says, oh, what did you win? I won the World Cup and I was captain. Go bite me. You know, do you, <laughs> I, I do think... you remember that though? Even when you, yeah. <laughs> like when they were coasting towards yeah. the end of that like to do like doing cross turns in his yeah. own box or whatever the hell he was doing on his goal just, line just, I, I i just love him yeah yeah he's well irreplaceable but unfortunately we have reached a point we do need to replace We're him but, have to. but here's the thing that's kind of amazing is he's working on that himself he's apparently working with the scouting group to identify the next keeper so Gosh, they've really got something on him haven't they yeah <laughs> yeah i think that drink driving might have been the tip of the iceberg but let's move on quickly Oh God! Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think with him in goal, I'd probably just go Romero at the back, yeah, and then just Romero. a bit more license to roam, bit of a link up, Ben Tanker, and then yeah, maybe a bit of a Sonny Harry link yeah. up because when that is firing, woo, 
yeah can't, can't something beat else. that no i think i think we've agreed i think yeah i'm, I'm with you on that um <laughs> a question from alan mountain hewitt who says when are we likely to win a game <laughs> i think that was possibly a game uh, yeah, I think that I oh. think that looking at the time that was posted, I think that was about five minutes after full time last night. I think Alan might okay, have been a little enough. bit depressed. He was in the depths. He, he, he was he was not in a good place. Um, I think I've got a lot of time and respect for Leeds. I do. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it will be an easy because, as I've said, there's no easy games in the Premier League. But I and maybe this is just more hope than. Know, you, you are a Tottenham but... fan. All there is for care basically stands for hope. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> More so hope I than d- expectation. I just really, I, I we got to win that game because yeah. you can't go into a major tournament and no. that's it as a club. You've just left it on some sour. So here's here's a question for you. Okay, you are. So that's when we'll win again. You are a field. Tottenham fan and you are an England football fan. You are a Harry Kane fanatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to see oh, yeah. Kane play the full game against Leeds? Oh, that's such a good question. The thing is, though, <laughs> I'm also really like bad vibes about this World Cup. Do you know oh. what I mean? Like, I'm not. <laughs> oh. It's the it's the World Cup. No one actually wants to win. If, uh, it's if it's, honest, it's because... the World Cup that I'll, I'll tell you this now, actually, because this could be a good segue. Anyway, last week someone messaged in a question: Are you actually going to watch the World Cup? Because I'm boycotting it, and. Mm-hmm. It was it was the first time someone had put the question to me directly, and I, I genuinely was on the podcast a little bit. I feel awful. I am probably going to watch it because I love watching football, and it is the World Cup. At the same time, yeah, you're you're kind of right. This is awful. <laughs> so, um, so I I've convinced myself that can do both. I've convinced myself that you can watch the World Cup and support your team, yeah, and also make some noise about some really awful awful yeah. shit that is taking place and has taken place yeah. for this and, world cup and to, will to unfortunately be. continue to take place because yeah and i and i think both are possible yeah. um and i don't know if that's just a cop out from me or what and people can can say and feel what they want yeah. but i i basically i will be supporting england in this world cup which means yeah. i will be watching the england games what i don't feel is excitement no uh the tournament like usually i'd like have my wall chart up you know what i mean yeah. i'd be like oh that game's on then i'm gonna have to take a long lunch break then <laughs> you know what i mean i'd be mapping it all out and i'd be yeah. like and i'd not i'd have all the fixtures phone not just england fixtures, no. fixtures. Well, well, no, i haven't because, done that this year because, because at a world like, cup you get some games that are just you know you want to watch portugal spain yeah i want to watch that you know you want to watch france germany absolutely i do <laughs> it just yeah, but I, but but the thing is, like I normally, I I will watch any game I can get hold of. Yeah. Like honestly, like when it comes to a tournament, because they're all screened on terrestrial television, <laughs> which I do have. Yes. Uh, I I've got access to all of it, and I will watch any any fixture because you know, especially in tournament football, you never know. Yeah. On paper, on paper, games might look amazing, yeah. but actually, in real life. Even the games that look a bit, mm, they can turn out to be the gems of the tournament. Absolutely. But, but this this year, I'm like, no, I'll probably I'll probably just just watch well, England games. To I, be honest, I, I, um, I said I say again, I said this last week on the podcast. When it comes to a major event, I tend to watch all of it. Like even the Winter Olympics comes mm. on, I watch all of it. I'm, I become a curling expert within like five days of the whole thing happening, and I, the Olympics, Summer yeah. Olympics, I watch Love it all that. and. So the yeah. World Cup, I know, I know, I will. So I don't want to say to people like, no, no I'm going to boycott it. It's the right thing to do because I know I'm going to want to watch it. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, it is, it is well worth thinking about. Um, we we have we have a final question. Um, mm-hmm. it's from someone else who again has his own little. Sorry, did we answer the other question though? Because I felt like we went, we asked the question, well, and then well, we went into the World we, Cup. We 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 both agreed that yes, we're going to beat Leeds. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 because we're Tottenham fans and we're hopeful. Oh no, you asked me. You asked me, yeah. if, do I want Harry Kane to play? I against did me? ask that. Yes, I knew there was a little question in there. So, so I'm glad you're here. I'd have forgotten. <laughs> That's all right. Um, I want here. I don't want the. Well, so the point of this as well is that basically, I kind of 
don't want England to do well in this World Cup. I don't actually think we will anyway, because I don't think we're in a great place right now. Mm-hmm. I think we'll probably be like last 16, maybe quarterfinals, but I don't yeah. think like, I just, yeah, I don't think it's going to be our tournament, basically. As long as we beat the USA and Wales, I have friends <laughs> in both. And I, as long as we do that, I'm okay. My brother-in-law's American. There you so go. I think we're actually going to watch that one together. Yeah, so she is dangerous. Be, you know. We have a lot of American listeners that is show, and I've been getting crap for weeks. <laughs> You'll never hear the end of it. Oh, yeah. I won't, ever. So I think um, I think about Harry Kane playing. Like, kind of, yeah, I kind of do want him to play in the Premier yeah. League game. Like, I didn't want him to play last night, no. or at least didn't want him to start last night. But I kind of, I do want him to play against Leeds, at least start, because yeah. I want us to secure the three points there. But also, um, I don't, I don't, think we'll play that many games in the world cup dare i say it we'll probably go on and win it now and then it'll be awful because it'll be like no you weren't supposed to win this one yeah we we, we won the world cup in 66 and then we won the other one <laughs> we'll be we'll be the forever <laughs> yeah remember 66 the you, dodgy one you've won it twice didn't you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we don't talk about that one yeah um so yeah we, we do have this comment now this is from a gentleman called ryan miller uh, now, Ryan, I'm going to apologise to you. You do have your own uh, jingle, but unfortunately, I didn't load it into the desk this week, so oh, you can I shout do. at me. I'm awful. I'm terrible. Could you sing it? Or No, but thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. See, this, this is why you're not on here very often. Um, Ryan, Ryan says, actually, there is something Ryan does say which will make you laugh. because, And I know these jingles have been making you laugh the whole time anyway, but this next one's genius. So Ryan says, I personally think some of the criticism being directed at Conte is a little harsh. He's working with the best he has available and we have improved massively since he who shall not be named. Mm. Now, the reason why he said that is because we have a tradition on this podcast that we do not mention the name Nuno. Okay. Do you know the song We Don't Talk About Bruno? No, I don't. You, You don't know the Disney film? We don't talk about Bruno. No, oh, no. that one, yeah. It's ringing bells, but is that from quite a recent? Film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I which... haven't. I'm not that clued up on my recent, like really recent Disney. Okay, well, we will be discussing that off air. That's something me and you need <laughs> to get into. But uh, a wonderful fellow Tottenham fan called Tom Mitchell did this for me. So now that I've heard that remix, yeah. I do know the, the original that you yeah. mean. Um, but I've seen that film, but I do know. So is it in, is it in in, in Canto? I don't know what. Yeah. Is. So so basically, yeah, anytime yeah, yeah. Um, someone says the word Nuno, this happens. We don't talk about Nuno. Although Ryan didn't technically say it, he was very polite. That's exactly why he didn't write it. However, because I knew you'd find it funny, I did it anyway. So it's going to be driving <laughs> him insane right now. <laughs> it's like, I was so careful not to say it. Uh, he basically goes on to say, cool. do you feel the criticism of Conte is harsh or do you think it's fair? I mean, I guess it depends whose criticism you've read, right? Uh, some of it, I feel, <laughs> is quite balanced. Some yeah. of it irrational as fans tend to be no Um, never i think (laughs) i think as ever with these things like and i'm really sorry to give the really boring level-headed response but you know i am a coach and i can't quite shake it although i am taking a break at the moment so i have i am getting more into the zone of of like just being a fan again um but once you've studied something you know it's hard to (laughs) completely switch that off but I just think as much as we like to think we do, we don't know. We don't know behind the scenes. No. Like Jed Spence, for example. Yeah. There's a very hot topic at the moment. Like, give this guy a game, give this guy a game. Yeah. Now, it may just be that for whatever reason, uh, Conte didn't like him. Like, yeah. just... Or he just genuinely doesn't think he's ready or what, or it doesn't fit with what Conte is currently trying to do. And come January, it might be slightly different. And then he's like, now this is your time to shine. Yeah. Like what I hope 
from a, a human level is that Conte has had those conversations with that individual yeah. so that they know what's going on. Like, I hope the, the well, relationship there, management is there. There has been interviews with both Jed and Conte because Conte quite... His turn of phrase when the club signed Jed Spence was he is a good club signing. And people really dived on that. Um, and what, yeah. pe- what people tend to forget, especially in England, I think, because a lot of... Uh, foreign coaches are so used to the director of football format which is more common here now mm. but people are still so kind of entrenched in the Alex Ferguson era and managers of that out where they controlled everything every transfer I yeah. think what Conte was trying to get across is he might not be first team this season for me but he's a good signing for the club you know I rate him yeah and that was he's what he was a- trying to yeah he's, yeah he's not a today player yeah. but he's a Spurs DNA player yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But I think, like, yeah. I think to answer uh, this question around is the criticism of Conte, like, justified or fair or whatever, yeah. I, I guess in many respects it, it never can be because of any manager in yeah. any situation because you don't know. So you're just basing it on a feeling which is very, like, emotional yeah. and probably slightly irrational. And I get it, and that's football fandom, and that's part of my enjoyment of the game too. Yeah. But you never know behind the scenes. So it's really difficult to form a fair opinion of something when you don't have all the information to hand. It's a bit like choosing a World Cup squad. That tournament squads have to take so much into consideration that is worlds away from club football. Yeah. And it's not is going, who's playing really well for his club at the moment, therefore he should be on the plane. Like, it doesn't work like that. Uh, if, that was and... an, if that was an impression of me, I think it was very good. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It, wasn't no, it, it wasn't but farmer like, enough, but yeah, it was, no, it was pretty No, it good. was just sort of like generic armchair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm probably gonna like. I, I, I felt it because I basically now, feel like I had that. Com- I said those exact words about James <laughs> Madison earlier today. Like he has to go. He's like so informed. He's the best player for his club right now. And and yeah, now and now and I feel now I feel stupid. Well, it's just because it's just because there's there's so many factors, and I don't want to patronize anyone, but there no. are so many factors in terms of like tournament football. You're away for a long time. Like even if you're not, um, even if you're not successful in the tournament, you're no. still together as a camp for quite a long time. Someone's yeah. got a vibe with that. Someone's got to want well, to do that and get on with that. You've got to get on with the other players. Yeah. You've got to get on. Well, with speaking the speaking to my background, at the end of every season, uh, I, I played rugby and I coached rugby and there would always be a tour. Um, and when I got to a more senior level, those tours weren't just, you know, go to Cornwall for a drinking all weekend and play a game. These were actual serious go mm. to another country, play 10 games in a sort of period of time. And I always remember when I got selected for a squad, I remember I'd have an interview mm. and I'd sit down and I'd have to discuss and I'd talk about my family and they'd ask me questions and everything like that. And I was, when I was younger, didn't really get that. I was like, what, dots, yeah. like, what possible reason could they have had to talk to me randomly about what pets do I have? You know, all this kind of, mm. they just want to have a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. Now I'm older, I realise, is because they were putting together a group of 30 18-year-olds, and that's combustible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you're going to take someone on mm-hmm. tour who was a mm-hmm. royal pain in the ass, who, you know, mm. you could wreck the morale of the group. Um, so exactly. I, I think that's basically just saying that now with selecting a squad for a tournament, you put someone in there, they might be the best player there is, but if they are just going to wind everybody up and everyone's going to hate them... It's, it's yeah. a nightmare. But for the welfare of the others, but for the welfare of that individual as well. But also, so there's all of that to consider. Yeah. Absolutely. And then there's also, someone might be playing really well for their club at the moment because of the system that that club plays. True. England might not play that system. Yeah. So they might not be being asked to play in that role. They might need to be played in another slightly different role. Are they yeah. capable of it? Are they interested in it? Like, there's just so much. Um, and they have, like, you know, Gareth Southgate, for example, has endless amounts of data to yeah. inform that decision. We do not have that data. So we cannot, like, we're not best placed to make that decision. I'm not saying he always gets it right. No. But I just think everyone who thinks that they could create the best England squad, it's like, but you you might change your mind if you had all the data available no, that he's that's got. very true. Yeah. That was, that was a very good answer. Thank you. Very, very, very balanced, very fair. 
typically it would have just been like, no, I know better. But no, no. I mean, I will be screaming at the TV when we're shit in the World Cup. Like, yeah. let's not get this twisted. Yeah, yeah good. <laughs> I, I feel better now. I'm glad you've admitted that. I, I feel that's good. Um, obviously, we're not going to touch any more on the World Cup, really, because obviously all the controversy and everything around it, I think, is this well documented. Everyone knows. Um, and we've discussed how we feel about that. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we were confident going into the Leeds game. He says laughing to himself. Um <laughs> I think going into this break, and I, and I've and we touched on it a little bit earlier on, it is a really odd season, mm-hmm. and part of me thinks to myself, if after the World Cup, we are playing better football because things have connected better, perhaps we have made a couple of signings which make that same impact that Kulisevsky and Bentoncourt did for us January last year. Mm. All of a sudden, everything that happened before the World Cup's forgotten. So. If I was planning, you know, like I said about Conte being someone who I think meticulously plans everything from his day to everything, I would think to myself that, you know, to a certain extent, just get to that World Cup, competitive for top four, still in the Champions League, give you know, give me these couple more players and then watch me go afterwards. So mm. from my point of view, because it's such an odd season, my judgment's purely reserved for what comes after the World Cup. The end, yeah. Because at the end of the season, we'll judge on how we've played, what we're doing. Now, Conte is so combustible. You know, we could lose the leads at the weekend, the players look awful, and he could just quit. Yeah. <laughs> because he is so combustible. Mm. But, of course, the the thing... And I, I can't make my mind up, and I'll put this to you, because I know your feelings on Pochettino are very, very similar to mine. Do you feel that there is an element of Tottenham fans? Because there's a lot of people today just like, oh, Conte's got to go. This is rubbish. And I mean, a lot across social media. It's actually quite surprised me. Do mm. you think the fact that Pochettino's currently out of work feeds into that? Because Tottenham fans feel like they have this, I don't know, almost given right that he'd love to come back to us. You know, if, if all of a sudden we were managerless, come home, come back and mm. save us kind of thing. Um I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, it just seems to be like a factor. It's like a, a sword dangling above whoever is in the Tottenham manager's seat. Mm. If Pochettino's available, <laughs> it's like uh, doesn't matter about your reputation. He is still, for many, many fans, uh, the, the kind of the one. chosen one. So, mm. so what do you think? I, I think it would be interesting to see the. the like on a graph, like the correlation between fans who are Conte out and Poch in, because yeah. I have a lot of fans who are Conte out but not Poch in. Yeah, so that's probably it true. would be interesting just to know how many, like percentage wise, how I, I, many. I know, the... I know a certain account known as Bankrupt Spurs who, yeah, yeah. is basically campaigning <laughs> for Juventus <laughs> to come in for Conte. Uh, to get Poch back. He, do, he makes me laugh. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I think... I think... Um, I think Poch will come back. Yeah. I do, like... I think it's written in the stars. I think he will be back. Um, I don't think now is necessarily the right time, even though he's out of work. And mm. don't get me wrong. Like like I said, if Poch... <laughs> I would rather finish fourth with Poch forever yeah. than anything else. So, if Poch did come back, uh, like, in February... I wouldn't argue that, no. but I don't. I don't think that is what is going to happen. No, no, I, I um, don't. I just. But I. But I do think he he will come back at some point. Um, yeah. But I, I think, I think the I personally think Conte out is a bit is a bit rash. Yeah. I think that is too soon. I know that. I know some people will will disagree with that very passionately, as they are entitled to. Yeah. Um, but I. I kind of agree with you in the sense that like Conte's not an idiot and he will have a game plan for yeah. a season, not for a yeah. game by game, but for a whole season. Yeah. And I think none of us know, as you say, none of us know what is going to happen in this world cup. There could no. be some horrific injuries. I pray yeah. not for anyone. Well, I don't, of course I'm the same as you. To any football club. Well, okay. There's one player. I want. Um, but yeah, but yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, yeah, there's, there's some, that I wouldn't mind. <laughs> breaking their legs but yeah. you know we'll see what happens but i think because 
no one is in control of that basically no. certainly not club managers no. and so I think um because we don't no, I mean, the only certainty about this World Cup is that Haaland is just going to get stronger and stronger oh, and stronger. And that's terrifying so because terrifying. he's not playing and he's just going to be resting and then in the gym. I, but, did, I, did um, see, I did see a really funny tweet yesterday that uh, England have contacted the Norwegian FA to see if there's any way they could do a deal to transfer Haaland <laughs> for the World Cup. And, and I did see another one which made me laugh. It said, to make the World Cup more interesting, Erling Haaland is allowed to play for any team and basically they're they're allowed to bring him on as a sub for 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. yeah I, and I, I was just laughing my head off thinking, wow, we've got to this point where that guy's... I mean, I, I said on the podcast, I personally think he's a Norse god that's re, reassumed human form just to play <laughs> football for a while for fun. Because he's... He, I mean, he's huge. Otherworldly. Yeah. He is so fast, so strong... Mm. He's good with both. He's good at everything, and I, yeah, it's just so frustrating. Mm. <laughs> but um, yeah, but yeah, because we don't. Basically, I guess my answer is because we don't really know what is going to happen in this World Cup. All no. club managers are just going to have to see where they're at. Yeah, and um, I think Conte deserves the chance to see where he's at. Basically, no, of course, I agree. See out the season. I, I do also think that there's something that. Um, not necessarily forgotten, but I think mm. something that's been... I think fans have got very short memories. And it wasn't that long ago that Tottenham's head fitness coach died. Mm. And I think that's had a massive impact on this squad. You only had to see the reaction from the players mm. and to know how much they loved him. And by yeah. the way, if a fitness coach is loved, that guy must be wonderful. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a really good shout. And I think, as ever, we, it's easy that these ridiculously overpaid uh, yeah. sports players, because that's what they are, that's what they are. Yeah. they are human beings too. And yeah. um, that will have had an impact. And, you know, it was, um, it was the anniversary, like it would have been Ugo Echiog's birthday yeah. the other day. And, like, those, those things yeah. are felt. They are. they are felt yeah. in clubs. Like, football clubs are families. Like, yeah. we feel that as fans, and it's very much true for the people that work for those clubs as well. Yeah. And um, it, it it will have been a desperate loss, and it would have been really for, painful. You know, not just the players, Conte and his coaching team. I mean, they've been together and known each other for a yeah, long well, time. Yeah, well, you saw. You saw the impact it had yeah. on Conte. He didn't hide that. And no. I think that's really important as well as a reminder yeah. Um that, you know, these people are human beings. And, and it, you know, it's felt like we've kind of limped towards the end of this segment of the season. And maybe that's why. Maybe it is just an emotional... Yeah, maybe everyone just needs a break yeah. and, like, a well-being rest. Yeah. And good luck to the players who are not going to get that, uh, no. including the England squad that is now live. And I okay. can confirm that James Madison is in. Okay, is now, is Eric Dyer in? He is in. Oh, there we go. Is that is that other bloke Harry Kane made it by any chance? Harry Kane scraped through. Oh, um, might He's be lucky like to be there. To be fair. Lucky to yeah, be there. <laughs> probably like probably come on around like the sort of eighty-five minute mark. Yeah, I reckon. yeah, yeah. If, if he if he's lucky, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. he's lucky. Oh, okay, well, I'm delighted with that. I'm delighted for Eric Dyer. I know how much that means to him. Um, um, trips is. All, I'm still a big fan of trips. Like trips, yeah. Uh, do you know? Do you ever and have that moment where you you in. you think to yourself, "I wish we'd had that player with this manager." Yeah, constantly. <laughs> Trippier under Conte would have been another level, don't you think? <laughs> well, I was just always heartbroken when Trip. Yeah, I just never wanted to lose Trippier. I never. always like. I was always a fan of Trips, so uh, yeah. I'm biased. But yeah. No. Um. um okay. Yeah. Well, that is it. That is our discussion about all things. Have you enjoyed being on the show, first of all? I have very much enjoyed it. So, and, so do you uh, think which I, is why I decided to come back for a second time. Thank it you is. So much you know, do you think me. I could get you back again a little bit sooner this time? <laughs> Other Maybe. than like a year and a half. Maybe. I think it has been about 18 months. It has. Yeah, it has. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I, I checked. I mean, I've been busy. In my defense, I've been busy. Oh, I've been busy. But, um... it's, it's like, you know, you get that. You hear that sometimes when you ask a lady out, you know, oh, I've been busy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. I know you have. I, I follow your social media. I, I know how busy you are. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for coming on again. 
I know everyone really appreciates your opinions when you're on. So, so it's great. So thank you very much. Oh, that's great. It was a, it's a privilege to be on. Good. Well, yes. Like let's come maybe end the season, depending, yeah. <laughs> depending on how depressed we are. Yeah, well, <laughs> we yeah. get together yeah, for like a boohoo or a yeah. 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 We'll see how it ends. <laughs> we'll see. How, yeah. Cause sometimes perhaps we might get to a point just go, do you know what? The show's just going to be me going, yeah, I'll uh, see you next year. <laughs> uh, but thank you very much for joining a uh, big thank you to everybody again for listening uh, the Spurs News Podcast will be back again next week thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast we hope that you enjoyed the show stay up to date with all things Tottenham follow us on social media all links are in the podcast description <laughs>